Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take puffy shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan and Jesse Go, we get surprisingly gross. In fact, you probably shouldn't even listen to this one. Let's go! It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Amazing guest with us today. Mm-hmm. You know why I say amazing guest, Jordan? Because he's because uh, he's juggling right now. Uh, sure, certainly that. I mean, I, I, that's not why, but that is. It's I wouldn't say amazing. Okay. Anything that uh, you know, the preponderance of students at UC Santa Cruz are doing at any given time is not something that I would characterize as amazing. Oh no! Wait, he's he's uh, smoking a giant bong now. Oh wait. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Still um, falls under here. There's a variety of reasons this is an amazing guest, Jordan. Number one, uh, of course, he's a television celebrity. Sure. Huge, uh, huge, huge, monstrous television celebrity um, from television programs such as uh, Human Giant Show, mm-hmm. um, he The plays, Office Family. He plays uh, the host of the show within a show, Milf Island from 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the 30 Rock television program. I mean, so that's one thing. Yeah. Also, and being in a being a part of a show within a show is like being on two TV shows. That's correct. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, uh, also, he has uh, discrete areas in his shoes uh, for each of his five, each of his ten toes total. All, all ten of my toes are working individually, but together as a unit. Mm. Uh, Rob Hubel is our guest. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thank you for having me, guys. Um, sorry that we're talking about my fascinating footwear but guys when you make a change in your life you want to talk to people about it right and, sure, sure. and i just got these shoes um in the mail the other day they're these weirdo uh like shoes that are kind of like like slippers for your toe all your, your toes go in separate little toe holes right but then it's got like a hard rubber sole on the bottom if you can imagine in middle school you knew a girl who wore toe socks with rainbows on them yeah uh, where each toe had its own sock area if you imagine that only it's a shoe that looks kind of like a gorilla's foot yeah it looks like a gorilla's foot and it it could very well be made from the feet of gorillas. Like I would like to think that the company that makes these chops off the feet of yeah. rare uh, gorillas and then they ship them to you. They hollow them out. They make husks out of them. They sort of them like out. sort of like how in the late nineteenth century, an explorer would make an umbrella stand out of an elephant's foot. Exactly. I think all that stuff is great. I think that we should make furniture and hilarious items out of dead animals. So hopefully these have as been... As long as you're using every part of the animal. Yeah, that's sure. the main thing. I mean, let's the use it. Let's way. make some, we can. There's something hilarious that every part of the animal can be made of. Every too. single part. The intestines, part, yeah. the balls. I don't yeah. know what they are off the top of my head, you but I'm just saying. You know what someone told me last night? And I don't know, I don't know what I, about... What's important to me, and I just want to get this in here, sure, what's sure. important to me is that you're not uh, killing an elephant or a gorilla just for the ivory. 
No, no, you're going to use the ears as like, uh, well, you know, I mean, you don't even have to use it as a different function. You could just like put the ears on on the, like your car antenna and drive down the road and just flaunt it. What? And it's it's illegal wait. now to buy and sell ivory, so it's important gorillas. if you're going wait to kill an elephant or a gorilla. When did that become illegal? Is that that for is sure? illegal? That's absolutely for sure. So you have to if you kill an elephant or a gorilla for yeah. the ivory. You have to throw the ivory away. You toss it and out. You use the rest Wait, of it. Find ways it. For, to use gorillas, the rest uh, of it. Gorillas have ivory dicks, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that gorillas where dicks, the gorilla ivory Gorillas from? dicks are ivory. They're very... They're, <laughs> they're prized for their ivory dicks. <laughs> Um, oh, so wait. Someone, so you you have these gorilla feet shoes. Do yeah. you feel like your feet uh, have become more prehensile since you've put them on? Um, well, I don't know what that word means, but I will tell you this. Don't um, worry. Neither does Jordan. I mean, <laughs> I think prehensile. I know what a prehensile tail is. Right. Um, it's something that can be used like a hand that's not a hand. Well, Jordan, that's, we can see. Wait, that's Rob. opposable. Isn't that what opposable means? Mm. Uh, that's what that's what a thumb does because your thumb works in opposition to your fingers. Guys, none of us are wildlife biologists. Let's face it. It's true. But but are yes, I'm are, just a simple I, zoo expert. Not anymore. Do I use my feet in different ways? Yeah, not, like we're it, not wildlife bi- biologists since the incident. <laughs> since we were asked to leave. <laughs> since we wanted to prove that theory about gorillas' dicks being ivory. <laughs> Did not go over well. No one liked our research. But we did learn a lot about... <laughs> I think the gorillas liked the research. To be fair, we did learn a lot about Scrimshaw. Sure. <laughs> That's so... Scrimshaw, where did that... Why has that art disappeared? People should be painting tiny pictures on ivory. On, on, whales, on whales teeth. teeth. Yeah, they yeah. should. There's Wait, no doubt about that. whales teeth or whales dicks? That mm. does seem like a whales dick. Did you know... Seems like it. I'm pretty sure that a dork... Is the <laughs> weenus of an underwater mammal? How did this is the most bizarre conversation already? But I will tell you this: I was talking to someone last night about this, and maybe you guys, from your uh, background in wildlife biology, can validate this because I don't know. Is it true that dolphins often practice gang rape? Have you ever heard that? <laughs> I have heard this. Have you yeah, ever? Heard that? I, heard, I cannot I'll, verify it. I, I, on the kind of the. The flip side, uh, I've heard that A, dolphins can be sexually cruel, but I also have heard that the uh, that the females will sometimes oral sex each other just to comfort one another. So I guess I guess what? they can be sexually cruel, but they can also be very kind of sexually caring. I thought you were going to say that the female dolphins were asking for it, like they <laughs> were doing Female something. Female dolphins are super slutty. Yeah. They, they, no they roll right. around in some slutty seaweed yeah. and yeah. get a slutty seaweed and outfit on. Get all slutty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but someone told me that last night, and then I Googled it, and there's a lot of stuff on the internet about that. You know, our our good friend, uh, Tyler McNiven... Um, that's a uh, fake name. Who's been, that's a totally <laughs> That's a character name. from the Wonder Years, Jesse. <laughs> who's been a guest on this show before... Tyler, when we were in college, had a beautiful drawing on his wall um, uh, about yay big, or two feet square or so, like a graphite drawing, a finely rendered etching, perhaps, of a gentleman, um, a mustachioed gentleman great, wearing... Great use of the word mustachio. Wearing uh, a sort of a leather 
bandolier type situation, a double bandolier. What's that kind of shirt? Rob, you would know this. With the metal O-ring in the middle and then the black leather going in a sort of an X shape. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. W- were there thing? bullets? Like, was it a band of bullets? No, there wouldn't have been bullets because it was an aquatic scenario. Oh, oh, oh. And the bullets would have been damaged yeah. by the water. Yeah. And so he was wearing that. That's that's mostly what he was wearing. Oh, I believe he was wearing a leather cap as well and the mustache he was wearing. And uh, he was sort of, if you can imagine a man riding a dolphin... Um, I can totally imagine that. Right. So you've imagined that many times, I'm yeah. sure. Now, if you imagine that that man also has a kind of a, kind of a pounding erection that he's inserted into the dolphin's <laughs> I can totally imagine hole. that. Yeah, I yeah, can imagine sure. that. Yeah. So Tyler had a picture of that on his wall. Really? Yeah, he really had a picture of that on his I wall. I would love to see that. Uh, that's something that... Is... It, did not, it was not ironic either. I mean, it was ironic in Tyler's... Uh, putting it on his wall, I would imagine, to some extent. But this this image was sincerely created. It was somewhat tattered, clearly created in like a 1982-type Okay, so this is a painting. This is not a photograph. No, this This is not a... No, it's impossible. What do you mean? No. I beg to differ with you. Sorry. You think it's physically impossible for a man... I mean, it's logistically complicated. Yeah. It's not to say it's it's impossible. It's inconvenient to schedule. You would have to have scuba gear on. (laughs) It's inconvenient to schedule. Yeah, of course you would have to have scuba... Well, Well, he's not not wearing scuba gear. All All he's wearing is the bandolier-type situation and the mustache and the cap. Jesse, have you ever seen the movie Navy? seals it taught yeah. me a lot about navy seals. <laughs> you don't know this anything. guy was probably a navy seal yeah they have to do that to get into the seals you have to put you first you have to make your penis hard and then you have to jam it into the blowhole of a sea mammal <laughs> well that's not tough because the dolphin <laughs> is sexy he's the sexiest mammal in the sea he's the dolphin Anyway, um, we got song sexier and, than the otter. Song and dance, man. Rob Hubel is here. Wait, all of this was my introduction. Disgrace. <laughs> that was like a forty-minute introduction. Disgraced biologist Jordan Morris here with me. I'm back from Mexico. We've got a lot of great stuff to talk about. We're going to talk a little mo- bit more about uh, Rob's nightmare shoes. Uh, I went to Mexico recently. We'll talk about Mexico. Uh, we'll talk about Jordan just running the show right into the right into the garbage. Heap. Yeah, boy, just flush that shit down the toilet. Just in, in my absence, just this really is, yeah. taking the train and and running it off the rails, taking the curves too fast. I would say. Yeah, uh, we're, just, I, we're just gonna have to. We're just. This is just rebuilding the damage that I've done. What, um, what happened while you were gone, Jesse? Like your they Jordan did a show uh, that featured a case of beer. Yeah. It was you interviewing a case of beer? <laughs> yeah, by, if by interviewing you mean drinking up and getting really cool, then yes. <laughs> so we have a lot of stuff to come. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Of course, Rob Hugh, well, you can make up a nickname for yourself. That's I, allowed. You know, That's encouraged. I had yeah. no idea we're allowed to do that. Yeah, oh, you're, absolutely. Wait a second. Are you really America's radio sweetheart, and are you really a boy detective? Is that how you do you solve any form of crime? N- uh, no. It's just kind of like an attitude, like a, like a, like a toot that I like to have. It's not an attitude, because I don't get that attitude from you. I really? Don't get... You don't get that Jordan's, I'm like uh, impetuous sort of and inquisitive? copping a toot. 
Um, yeah. Maybe maybe a little bit inquisitive, yeah. but you but I don't feel like you're out there solving crimes like so, like sleuthing. Yeah, Jordan doesn't. I'm saying it's a it's a it's, it's a, a tude, tude. Yeah, that I have. And by the way, no one uses the term tude. <laughs> Nobody. I just did. Well. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you're, you're not. Gonna get, you're yeah, not you much guys, of it. Well, Everybody in this room is. You're going to get a lot of letters. You're not, you're you're not much of a detective, you're, Rob. Apparently, yeah. because a we just of cool use, street slang. We just use the hip slang, dude. Look, guys, if you're going to double, if you're going to you double seriously? team me, if, it's easy to come in here and get you know with your gotcha journalism and we you, always and you double team our guests. Me. Well, it, just shoving it right up their blowholes. I was not shoving your gorilla ivory dicks in my blowhole. Look, yeah. look, If you're just Rob, tuning in, that was Rob, a callback Please, something we talked about. Rob, please do not cop a toot with us. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like somebody's copping a toot. <laughs> That's the dumbest expression I've ever heard. I, um, I have to talk about something, you guys. This is something that happened in my life. Um, but yeah, think of your nickname. Okay. This is, this is something that happened in my life. Something really important in it. I've been going back and forth about whether I should talk about it on the show. Yes, I, I think you should, and I think you should set it up just like you just did. Okay. I mean, I've <laughs> I've been th- I've been feeling like maybe because it's I I usually don't reveal that much of myself on the program. Sure, I've noticed that. Um, I'll and I'm I don't don't almost ever say something gross Mm-mm. on the show. I'll say something vulgar. Mm-hmm. Certainly, I'll swear like a sailor. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won't usually say something gross. And frankly, this is both slightly revealing and slightly gross. So I'm just. Oh wait, I don't I think I don't want to hear it anymore. Is it going to be? You talked me out of wanting to hear about is it. Is it going to be grosser than you guys fucking my blowhole? Um, oh no, that's beautiful. You're thinking of. You're thinking <laughs> yeah. of. You're that's thinking natural. Of, yeah, of that's beautiful nature. and as that's God magical. intended. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um. So uh, I just want to give people fair warning. Sure. I'm not going to get it. There will be no details. Do, does it have to do with the body, with something that you do in your body? Yes. Oh, man. Your okay. Poop. Your poops? Yes. No. Your poops? Oh, not poops. Really? Just one poop. We're we really going to... We're not going to talk about it specifically or any know. qualities it has or anything like that. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm back okay. on board. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's a general discussion of poop, you're fine. So, of course, I, I went to Mexico no. and um, I I became ill. Oh no! Um, but not the. I didn't. I would nothing. There. I was nothing super gross or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, I was in Santa Cruz, and um, it was nighttime. I was feeling ill. I was feeling bloaty. Did you Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. Mexico? Santa Cruz, California. I had just okay. come back from Mexico. Okay. I was in Santa Cruz, California, visiting uh, visiting my younger brother, who's now a, a sophomore or. Something like that he at loves, the University of California, he Santa loves Cruz. Hacky sack, I bet. Keep yeah. going. He does not. But um, so I went. Uh, I, I went. I, I was feeling sick, and there was a there a sick. So I, there was a Seven Eleven right around the corner from where from my uh, little brother's house. Big Seven Eleven town, if I remember it, Santa Cruz. That's correct. That's where I do convenience. That's where I do my banking because Citibank is there, so I do all my banking in the Seven Eleven. Nice. That's great. That's yeah. excellent. And you, de- you, I can just take out money and buy corn nuts. Yeah, and you can have your money converted to Slurpee points, right? You can get Slurpee points for cool there, Slurpee yeah. swag. I I traded in all my money for Slurpee points. That's great. No, that's a good, that's a good investment in today's uh, in today's modern faltering economy. Now, what, want Slurpee points. What you might need to know about me, Rob, is that I'm a I'm a I'm a what you might call a square. Um, I don't I don't do anything outrageous in my day to day life. 
Really? Um, yeah, I'm really not very you know, an outrageous guy at all. I'm not a hard partier. I don't drink. No, uh, like wilding. Like uh, I don't. Like I don't vandalism, ever. I don't like ever wild out. Random vandalism, like driving down the street. I don't like, even Fuck watch. It, man, Let's I don't go. even watch wilding <laughs> out. Let's go jump that van and spray paint it. Yeah, jumping a van. Yeah, you know, is like, that where you like hold it up at knife point? Yeah, like a you van. Surprise the van or jump you sneak on up it. on the van. Yeah, uh-huh. and you and you surprise it. Um, so I've ne- I've never um, I've never had occasion to do something inappropriate. Basically, I, I outside of what I'm about to say is moderately inappropriate for mixed company. But um, I was ill. I went to the 7-Eleven to um, buy some uh, buy some medicine mm-hmm. for my gut that was hurting. Pepto-Bismol. Uh, I was walking out of the 7-Eleven. I'm absolutely overcome with illness. Like I'm I'm sweating buckets. I'm like feeling dizzy. Like I'm gonna fall over. Did you feel like you were gonna sweat diarrhea? Uh, I, I didn't, I was not, not having diarrhea. I was not having diarrhea. Wait, what were you having? I was having, um, you were nauseous. I was, I was gassy. I was profoundly gassy. Like, you know how your gut gets and really hurts? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's what the feeling I was having from this illness. And I start sweating and I'm getting dizzy. Like it's like completely overcoming me. And um, uh, long story short, I pooped behind a 7-Eleven. No, you didn't. I did. No, I've never didn't. done anything wow. like that. No, it wasn't. Didn't. I, I, I was no, there's not diarrhea or anything. And no, I had no choice. There was no, absolutely, no, I could didn't. barely walk. <laughs> like, I just happen. became completely overcome. There's no way this happened because you They would have been on the news. That. Yeah, we you wouldn't do that. The there would have been a helicopter shot of like a man pooping behind a 7-Eleven. <laughs> I, I have never done anything like this before in my entire life. I've never peed in public. Like, I mean, I've peed, you know, in the that woods. That is so out of character for you. Yeah. Thank from you, what Rob. I know That's about from you. What, because you got a little bit of context. Yeah, yeah. That's wow, because you got a little bit of context. That. You must have been so humiliated. And I feel like my life has changed, but I can't process what oh, yeah. the change is. It changes everything, man. You can't go back now. You got you got to you got to ride this mother. I feel like I got to I got to for, for for one thing I got to buy a Harley. Yeah, sure. you got to sleep outside I gotta at least se- two days a week now. <laughs> Sell the Infinity, buy a Harley. Yeah. Let's do this. You should you should be eating like a lot of raw meat. You know, you should be killing animals and eating sure. them. Like, should I c- try and catch uh, an animal by its tail? How do you kill you an could, animal, Rob? You're you, a, you're savage. You run it down. You run. You basically. You're not a savage, you but you are savage. Yeah. You you run it down until it gets really tired. As a man then, who shits in public, you should know that. Yeah. Wait, so were there any repercussions to that? No one None. saw you? No one saw me, and I hadn't told anyone. That's one of the reasons that I, I didn't, wow, like, it's burned, it was burning inside me. Like, that's the thing. Like, I didn't go back mm. to the house. I didn't even tell my wife, because how how could you tell someone that? Sure. You better hope that your wife does not hear this, because this could be a divorce breaker. I don't know if that's a term, but you know what I mean. It could break up the divorce. Yeah, yeah. If you were going to get a divorce, this could (laughs) this could could stop the divorce. Because yeah, because (laughs) because you seem this will infantilize you to her, and then she will 
think you're that gonna you be, need her. You're going to become a diaper baby. I didn't. You're going to yeah. be one of those guys <laughs> those that has adult. to wear diapers all around and, and have a bottle in his mouth. I didn't know how to process it. Like, I didn't even know what to do about it. So like, what did you, you couldn't do? couldn't say anything. Without, get, without getting into it, yeah, did you did you just do it yeah, and then pull your pants back up? And then... Yeah, like, I, it was, it was very, the, the, here's the thing. Like, it was really close. Is there, like, video? It was maybe... Is there video of this? Well, certainly I shot video. Flip, I had my flip, flip cam with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was maybe like a hundred yards or two hundred yards from uh, my brother's house. Mm-hmm. Um, but Why I couldn't you have just gone. go to your brother's house. I seriously, I you have never like I couldn't have done it. And it's yeah. not just because, and it wasn't just because, like I really like could barely stand. I just suddenly became completely yeah. overwhelmed with illness, but it like, was not, to the point where I was a borderline crying. But it was not diarrhea. No. That that's I was what afraid that it would be. Fascinates me about the story is that you had to get it out of your body. I had it, there was, dire, was like a, I I normal. had you know I had all kinds of I had all kinds of intestinal distress as the illness continued. But at this point, it was certainly not. What if what came out wasn't poop, but like you know? An, that's what an, I'm wondering. What if animal? it was what like if it was like a snake? What yeah. if it was sort of like um, you know in Star Trek Two where the guy where the thing's crawling underneath yeah. his skin? Sure. You know, Jesse, if you shit out a snake, it's your responsibility to take care of it. <laughs> you have you definitely. You're basically you, a deadbeat dad at this point. So wait, l- the last question I have about this, and again, I don't want to get too gross, but did you just leave it there like some sort of disgusting? Yeah. Human? I did. Really? I did in you dirt. It was in dirt. It wasn't on concrete. It was in dirt. So so someone's going to come along and be like, oh, great. My wife and kids and I came here to Santa Cruz on vacation. It was behind the 7-Eleven. And my They're, wife What just, are they doing behind popular, the 7-Eleven? People like, that's where people, spot. yeah. When you're when you go into Santa Cruz, you want to see all the local areas, and you go there to 7-Eleven. Yeah, what do you got? You got the famous lighthouse. You got your lighthouse. You got the mystery spot. You got the mystery spot. You got the, you know, everything. And then... You know, you go there with your wife and your kids, and your kids are having a great time. They go, oh, okay, does anybody want to go in Seven Eleven, get some corn nuts and a Slurpee point? You go in there, and then they, and then they go, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go out back for a second and see the back view of the Seven. Whoa! And they slip and they fall, and the whole family. Can Why are just... they walking in the dirt and not on the concrete? Look, man, you can lie to yourself and try to feel better <laughs> about this. There could easily have been a family that was affected by what you did. Yeah, their faces are covered in your poop snake. Yeah. Your poop snake <laughs> probably attacked this family. Anyway, that's a nightmare that I lived. How do you feel like this? I'm what I'm worried about right where now. Where do you go from here? Is where do I go from here? Yeah. Because I have cultivated this image in my mind of myself as a refined man. How long ago? Was a this? man of taste. This was uh, at this point only four or five days ago. Good gosh, this yeah. is profound. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, have you been having trouble sleeping since this happened? Yeah, absolutely. Because this the could tossing be, and turning. The, I feel like this is the beginning of the Wolfman movie, you know, yeah. with Benicio del Toro. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that trailer, but um, I feel. But everyone's trailer. familiar with the Wolfman story. Sure. I feel like this. It's is It's a beginning. story of a man who becomes part man and part wolf just to bring people in. <laughs> If you're not familiar, if there's any non-Americans listening, (laughs) but I feel like this is the beginning of that. This is where it starts. You take a poop outside because you had to, and then suddenly it's just like you. All of a sudden, you're. I've been noticing more hair on the back of my hands. Mm, You better. I had just attributed to getting older. But here's the thing: Mm. is the that the you had this urge to shit that you couldn't overcome. That's yeah. exactly how the urge to kill is going to feel. You're just like, yeah. well, there's nothing I can do about I'm it. I'm just going like, to get woozy. Know. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get woozy, and then you're just going to want to snap someone's neck. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and feast on their neck blood. Or however you kill people. That's how I imagine killing people. I've never killed anyone, but I imagine that's how I would do it. Just because, yeah, it just seems like that would be the quickest, yeah. fun, like you know, most efficient way. You might do it in a different way. You might bonk someone on the head with a heavy object. I just, know? I, you know, what I would do. I'd reach into their chest and pull out their heart. No, that, I don't even think you can do that. I, I can't. I don't think I, you I've seen people do it. Well, that, I think that happened in like a couple movies, you know. Yeah, I've seen it. But that's, I mean, were they documentaries or were they movie movies? Mm, okay, you don't even know the difference. Was Michael Moore there? Just think back. If Michael Moore was there, then that's a documentary. documentary. Yeah. I think he was there. He might have been the one doing it. I don't think it. you Not know the I difference. You don't know it. the difference between... Okay, I'll get, I'm going to give you a quick quiz. Like, Okay. So just to see if you know the difference quick between Quick quiz, movies. Rob. Could you just give me a quick quiz? Okay, Star Wars, movie or documentary? Yes. <laughs> oh, you know what it was? You were watching Mortal Kombat 1, the yeah. video game. Yeah. That's it. That's that exactly what, what I was watching. watching. Mortal Kombat. It's about a group of... Uh, uh, kung fu fighters from around the world they come together in this dojo for a fight to the death yeah um i think the dojo is in china amazing i thought you know when remember when hoop dreams won the oscar yeah i never saw that movie. i thought that uh mortal kombat deserved it i mean just if you're talking about what's the what's the more powerful documentary it's gonna be every time in my mind it's the one where the with the fatalities. With the guy reaching into someone else's the chest. The plot wasn't as good as I thought it could be. It was a little repetitive because it was mostly just a one fight. You mean the documentation of the actual events. Right. By plot, you mean... Yeah, sure. exactly. But when you're when you're filming something like that, I mean, you can't control what happens. It was no. sort of a, more of a verite yeah, you're just there situation. Capturing. I guess they also only had one fixed camera as well. Yeah. Um, but they did a great job of keeping the subjects to getting them to stay within the field of the camera. We're assuming that, <laughs> we're assuming that so many people have seen this dumb movie. Oh, I was talking about the video game. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the video game. But oh, you know that that, that 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 comic bit is a little bit hurt by the fact that there's a movie called Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that and is a uh, great, that is and a great song that goes Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. Was Mortal Kombat the one that had the theme song with Deion Sanders and Hammer? That's the Street Fighter movie. Okay, because that's amazing. Wait, now let's get back to the to what what you're gonna do with your life now that your life sure. has changed dramatically. Right, it's basically like it's sort of like you've been in a car accident and now you have a, like some sort of psychic powers. Like it's right it's that sort of thing where where there's <laughs> so been I should a solve huge crimes. change. Yeah, you could do a lot of things. You it depends could, on the network. Do you want to use it for good or do you want to use it for bad? That's <laughs> this the is thing. CBS. Yeah, in CBS, I'm solving crimes. On CBS, right? it's like you're touched by an angel and you're going to go out and you're going to solve crimes. If this is Fox, you're finding the fat woman of your dreams. <laughs> and you're making her dance her ass off. Oh, yeah. You say, you fucking, you get that fat ass off of you. <laughs> you dance in front of me. <laughs> I don't Dance know if that is. On, I, don't, I don't know if that is on Fox. I don't know. I think that might be on Oxygen. Dance your ass off. But that's a real show. Yeah. But there's. A, I, I think there should be a lot more shows where. Was a popular pilot that's looking for a home. Yeah, I think there should be a lot of shows where fat people have to do humiliating things to lose weight. Yeah, I think there should be two. And yeah, and one of them should always be Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> this was one Stephen, of the humiliating Stephen Baldwin they on have one to of those uh, celebrity weight loss shows recently. Um, I don't know. You guys aren't keeping track of Stephen Baldwin news? That's, oh, I that's not my meant, job. I thought you meant that one of the things the fat people had to do in order to lose weight was Stephen Baldwin. Like, oh. 
They had but, to deal with him in they, some way. <laughs> they just have to hang out with him. And it's exhausting. It's just such weight. a bummer that they just yeah. – it's like, oh, you know what? I was going to eat dinner, but I'm just depressed. Yeah. I'm so depressed from hanging out with Stephen Baldwin that I can't eat. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll be back in just a second uh, on Jordan Jesse. Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Rob Hubel, the fire starter. We just. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did not start the fires that are currently burning in LA. No, yeah. Let's make that clear so the audience isn't upset. These fires that you start are primarily metaphorical. Yeah, they're like... Uh, Not exclusively. They, I, I mean, I don't like burning down people's houses, but I, if I have to burn down your house, I'll burn down your house. You'll yeah. TCB. Take care of business. <laughs> right? Man, you guys have such a toot. I can't believe it. You just throw around terms hey, Rob. like that. Hey, Rob. What? Remember how earlier you were saying that nobody says toot? You just said it. I never said that. <laughs> yeah! I never said that people it's don't say tape. toot. I it's never, on tape. I never it's said on tape. It. Well, it's on tape. You shouldn't be using it's tape. It's on tape. You shouldn't tape. be using tape. It's I was hoping tape. this was digital by it's now. It's on no, tape. it's real to real. I would like to see the tape, the spools. <laughs> we're just using an Ampex, it's called. Ampex <laughs> recorder. Um, man, we're having a lot of fun here. we got, of course, uh, Rob Hubel here. How the the show's, I can't tell how the show's going right now. Like, I like to win. I've I, been I wanna... in Mexico for a few weeks, so I don't know what's going on. Well, I mean, I just like, I, I, you know, I'm competitive about yeah. um, my my um, podcast. You know, like, I really want to win all oh, the time. Okay. So, you're, yeah, okay. so I want to know how this is stacking up compared to, like, the, the, beer, the, the beer case episode. Oh, well, nothing's beating the beer case. Episode. What? I think, yeah, I mean, I think you're just going to have to be fine with being like, if like second place being your goal. <sighs> Probably. Right. Make well, second place your goal. Don't right. disappoint yourself. Okay, cool. Right. I, I've been thinking about, we, we were just talking a second ago, Rob, about how uh, you were filming a, a pilot in our neighborhood, in, in my neighborhood, where um, they were able to turn my neighborhood into Mexico just by adding a fruit cart and some chickens. Yeah. And um, uh, the, I would say that having been in Mexico for two weeks, I had a wonder, really great – it reminded me how great it is to, like, really go somewhere that's, like, different from where you live and, like, do real vacation stuff. It was really wonderful. I hadn't done that in a long time. And I would say probably the best part about Mexico, or at least the best kind of single difference that I could define about Mexico relative uh, to my neighborhood would be more goats. More, um, more goats. Just a lot of goats around. Well, you know, I was looking for a parking space outside your home, and uh, it's hard to find a place to park around here because there are so many um, domesticated animals. You know, there's like right. goats and chickens. Mm -hmm. uh, there's milk cows. Um, Brahmin bulls. There's Brahmin bulls. You know, it's, I mean, there's a lot of livestock raising going on. A sa there's sows. What neighborhood of Los Angeles are we in? What do you, or do we not want to say that because people will come and kill this you? This is called Koreatown, Los I think Angeles. Jesse's, Jesse posts his address on the on the uh, website. No, that's my oh. mailing address. That's not our personal oh, okay. address. But it's, it's a misnomer to call it Koreatown because there aren't Koreans here as much as Hispanic people or, uh, or Mexican people. I mean, certainly in this particular corner of Koreatown. It's I a, wonder if there will be a race war between the Korean people and the Mexican people. There's a race war between the Mexican people. <laughs> yeah. Amongst themselves? Yeah. Actually, that's something that was uh, surprisingly not that different about my trip to uh, uh, Boy, Mexico. Boy, you are really plugging... 
Jordan, Same. You, Jordan, have you noticed how many times he's plugged the country of Mexico so far? Like, I feel like he's sponsored yeah. by, I mean, or the show may be getting you, money from. Now that you mention it, I yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I mean, now that watch you how many it, times going weird. forward okay. he okay. he mentions Mexico in his. Did you guys? Yeah. Uh, just a quick, uh, quick aside. Uh, did you guys know that uh, Mexico is a great place to do yeah, manufacturing? To do what? Manufacturing because Manu- of NAFTA. Why are you well, mentioning yeah, that's that? That's kind of weird. That didn't even come up casually. Like you just shoehorned that in there. Yeah. No, it's. I'm just talking about fun are you, stuff. Are you a paid we love, spokesman? We talked. We are talk you a about, paid spokesman? Look, the show isn't about that kind of thing. It's about having fun. I didn't fun, think it was. I, that's what I thought. Talking about fun subjects. Yeah, I, thought the, I thought the show was about having Rob. fun and being cute. Rob, and, are we having fun and being cute on yeah, this week's I show? I thought we were, but now there's uh, there's just this, there's like a commercial hey, aspect hey, Rob, to the Rob, show. Rob, what are are you, Rob, what Rob, are you, Guatemalan? Rob, I'm going to do a test. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Rob. Um, you know, I'm looking for a vacation spot that not only has great Mexico. Date- See, yeah. What? So, I was going to say Connecticut. I would say go, yeah. to, go to Connecticut. You don't even, even hear what I was looking for. What if I'm? I thought you were looking, looking for a vacation a, spot. A uh, a snowy climate. Yeah. Where I can uh, just ski. relax and ski. Yeah, just a lot of skiing. They don't have that in Mexico. A lot of uh, speaking what, English. What sort of vacation activities, just out of curiosity, did you get around to? Like, um. Did you do like bike? Like, did I, you ride a bike? Did you go on a hike? Did you go on the beach? Um, Did you uh, put on a leech? You guys? Would you eat them with a mouse? Would you eat them in a house? Can I tell you something? Yeah. You didn't go to Mexico. This is. A, he's start, I, he's I almost didn't. starting to cry. I didn't really go. You just got a big bag of Del Taco and uh, hold up in your bathroom. Wait a second. This whole thing has been a Del Taco commercial? It has. Feed the beast, Rob. Feed oh, the beast. Man. Yum, 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 yum. Del Taco and... Former Mexican President Vicente Fox gave me 500 bucks to That's, tell people that I was going to Mexico. Why don't we get money. any of it? It's not very yeah. much money. You could have gotten more money. Mexico I, is a rich nation. Did you, they have golden me, cities underground. Let me ask you this. When you were in Mexico, think back. How long ago were you there? Last week? Last week. Okay. When you were there, the whole time you were there, did you go to the bathroom outside? <laughs> no. No. You waited until you came back to America. Right. And you literally took a poop on America. You had the chance to take a poop on Mexico. Yeah. But you didn't. I took you came a... back to America, the red, the white, and the blue, and you made it red, white, blue, and brown town. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you? I'm sorry, you guys. Why do you hate I America? <laughs> God. I just, uh... just another fucking border jumper here taking our jobs. Jesse Thorne. I don't Go even... back to Mexico. Um, host host, 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 host your radio show in Mexico. Did you? Um, let me ask you this because I'm I'm really interested in these things. When you went down to Mexico, I don't yeah. know. Did you go with your wife? Yes. And did you guys stay at like a uh, one of those like all inclusive resorts? No, like, certainly uh, not. No, we had two two weeks in Mexico. One in yeah. Puerto Vallarta and one in Oaxaca. And the first week in Puerto Vallarta was um, because we had a wedding gift of a week in this timeshare yeah and we had to go in august because that was like the only time my, my wife just took the bar so we knew we had wanted to go right after she took the bar because she wouldn't have a job and we would be able to go on vacation and so in august it's obviously big vacation time so it's really hard to get a, t- a timeshare slot 
Yeah. Like these timeshare companies, the people who have the timeshares, they book them like two years in advance. Yeah. So we had this idea, oh, we'll go to Spain or something. It's all booked. Everything in Europe is booked. Everything everywhere is booked except Puerto Vallarta because August in Puerto Vallarta is completely miserable. Hmm. So we have a week in Puerto Vallarta, which actually turned out great. It was it was miserable weather-wise, but it was totally beautiful is and, like and amazing. Is it like 400 degrees there? Yeah, it's yeah. like 95 degrees, 90, 95% humidity. Like you're just Whoa. soaked with sweat What's the, the second you leave. What's the mosquito content? Um, it's, it's the mosquito, the bugs weren't that bad actually. Okay. Yeah. Not, not that bad of bugs. I think just because, um, uh, it's, it's like, there's not a lot of standing water or whatever. I don't know what exactly. But you guys had a good time. So it's beautiful in Puerto Vallarta. And then we went for a week to Oaxaca, which is much cooler. Do you know how to spell Oaxaca? O-A-X-A-C-A. Doesn't seem like that's how it would be spelled. Yeah. Um, uh, Teresa's dad did ask us uh, whether we had a good time in Oaxaca, <laughs> which is because you only, you only wrote him letters about it. Yeah, we hadn't we hadn't said it to him out loud. Um, my he... mom, uh, uh, my mom says El Polo Loco. Really? Yeah. Wow, your mom hasn't figured out the double L thing. I you think it's a Texas thing. It's a Southern thing. Really? Yeah. A Texas thing. I like that plenty in of Texas. Spanish people. I like yeah. in Texas, there are no things. Spanish people. Uh huh. Um. Wow, what, is your mom? Uh, she's not that smart in general. I mean, I'm sure she's a lovely woman and yeah, a yeah, great, yeah. great person. I'm sure you know. She's she, a very, she, she's very culturally specific. She that's you. like sure, she sure. has a very focused cultural laser beam. Yes, my mom's a robot. Yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Did you know that? That's crazy. I did know that. I mean, your that's part of why robot. Jordan is so efficient. Did you know that if you give a monkey, if you if you take a baby monkey and mm-hmm. you put him in a room with a um, a cold steel fake monkey with milk in its breasts, mm-hmm. so he can nurse, or you and he also has the option of going to be held by like a stuffed monkey, but it's like a puppet monkey that but it'll actually hold him. But it has no milk. No nourishment. No nourishment. No nourishment the, free. The baby monkey will choose contact, like loving contact over food and will die. Oh, not me, man. I'm choosing the laser robot every time. Uh, you got to go Jordan's with the laser half, robot. This is Jordan's half robot. have her squirt laser milk into your mouth. Jordan's mom is, <laughs> Jordan's mom is a, a crazy nice lady, yeah. really great lady. She sounds amazing. From she sounds Texas. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, she's a southern lady. My mom's a southern lady. Oh, sure. Yeah, my Gumbo. mom's from... My mom's from, yeah, my mom's from South Carolina. I grew up uh, eating a lot of like great Southern food, you know, fried chicken and collard greens and macaroni. D- and does that. your mom know that two L's make a Y in Spanish? Um, y sound. I think so. Of course, the I word for so. Y in Spanish is Y. Mm. Is it really? Yeah. I don't. I didn't take Spanish. I took French. Seems made. So. Seems made up, right? That does seem made up. Yeah, they don't have a they just Y. Hmm. Not not as interesting as I would have originally thought. Egriega. Oh, there it is. Now I'm back on board. <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah, ba- yeah, I'm yeah. back. I'm back on board. Don't got a toot on us, my friend. Man, everybody's got a toot in this room. Yeah. Um, it's like so, TV on the radio. You have to like listen to it a couple of times and then before you get it. it. First, you're like, well, but then you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. So Jesse, when you were on vacation, yeah. did you and your wife have? Any arguments or like big blowouts? We had some. We had some tension at some points, but we no big blowouts. Not not a big. No, we don't, but we rarely. My wife is like pretty much the nicest person in the world. Yeah. she's very accommodating. Yeah. So, 
Let me ask you a question, and you don't have to say yes or no. You can just give me a signal. Okay. And since people are listening to this, I'll have to, you know, somehow convey what I think. But does your wife hit you? Don't again. You don't have to say yes or no. But a simple. He's holding up a crayon drawing of, of a lady stick figure hitting a male stick figure. And there's an arrow pointing to the male stick and figure that says Jesse. And there's tears filling up the the room. It's like a puddle of tears. Yeah, I would say that's, that's a in clear real signal. life, not that's in a, the drawing. That's a clear signal. Yeah. In this in this room. Um. She, wow. She hits you. Well, that's a common thing. We'll get you some help. Thank we, you. We'll get you some help. No. Um. I I I'm glad that you guys didn't fight on vacation because I've done that before. I've been on vacation with like girlfriends and stuff, and I just make the mistake on day one of going, "Really? Why don't you? Why don't you shut your mouth then?" And then it's like, okay, now we've got twelve days of. <laughs> and then it's on. Yeah. You're going to town. Yeah. Well, we... And you can't enjoy Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, I mean, because that's where I go. If I'm going to go on vacation and really relax sure. and take a girl, I want to go to Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. And I'm not sponsored by them, but I do like to mention what a great theme park it is. I like to go there. I like to ride the rides. There are jellies. Quick there are question. jams. Yeah. Quick question. Um, did former Mexican President Vicente Fox give you $500 to talk about no. Knott's Berry Farm? No, he's not. <laughs> connected to he is Knott's connected to Knott's He's Berry not, Farm they have a ride called Montezuma's Revenge did you even which is know, a popular Mexican poop disease. did you know did you even know that once you finish being president of Mexico you become president of Knott's Berry no, Farm I don't even think he that that's told you true. that it was unrelated he told you he was just a big fan I look mm. if I if I'm somehow involved in a scam or a scheme that a former Mexican president, Vicente Fox, is perpetuating for me to promote Knott's Berry Farm, I'm unaware of it. That's all I can tell you. I will tell you this. My favorite thing in the world is a thing that they do at Knott's Berry Farm during Halloween, It's and they change it over to Knott's Scary Farm. Oh, yeah. I've done that before. That is fun. It's so fun. It's like my. It's it's like they they make all these haunted houses, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, they make like 13 different haunted houses. Some of them are themed like they're specific themed, movies. Yeah, like, like, or like, you know, like clown house, or, and you'll go in this clown house, and it's all terrifying clowns. But they do it really well. They hire all these out-of-work, angry actors to dress up in really scary outfits. And they all, I think, make their own masks or something. It's really elaborate, but it's so scary. And you go there at night. They certainly have a mask workshop. There must be some sort of mask work. Do yeah. they focus yeah. on Do they focus on actors who have mask work experience? You know, I, I didn't get a chance to ask any of the people because what they what they do is they hide and they grab you when you walk by, and, oh, and uh, it literally is. But they they will grab you. And I went there with my friend Paul Shear and his fiance and a bunch of other people. And one year, they um, they scared her, um, Paul's fiance June. They scared her so badly. She fell down on the ground, and uh, and her purse. She dropped her purse. These guys dressed up as monsters picked up her purse and like went through her purse. And we were like, <laughs> wow. really? And we were like, guys, please, okay? Can you not harass us? This and they were like, but they were these big monsters that would not be dealt with. Yeah. And so they just uh, they did. They, what got, they, they stayed in character. They, they did not break character, and they would not talk to us. They just like stared us down. 
and uh, really intimidated us. And, and then uh, they ate the purse. They ate the purse. <laughs> One each piece at a time. Starting, of course, they start with the lipsticks. It soft. took forever. Yeah, it took a long time. It became less scary as it went on because. You and know, when to, you went out to the parking lot, you found that they were jacking off on your car. Yeah, which that was another thing. I did not expect that at yeah. all. Same that guys, too. Same guys. No, but it really is so fun to go to Not Scary Farm. Um, sometimes a couple of the actors go a little bit too far, but yeah. but it really I'll, I'll is. I'll put in a good word for Universal Studios Horror Nights. Yeah, well. I went there too. Look, mm-hmm. if it's scary, I want to be there. That's sure. my. I really like to do that. So yeah, the Universal Studios is not as many haunted houses. Yeah. But well, well the done. The quality is very high, I yeah, would say. Yeah, really well done. I'm not on board. Terrifying. You don't like, you don't yeah, like Jesse's, terrifying. Yeah, I'm Jesse's not that kind uh, of guy. It's not that I am that. Like, I'm not like, oh, I want to go there and, like, fight these guys or something. Like, I just like You're being saying you're scared. not Van you Helsing. <laughs> I'm not Van Helsing. It seems like, it's funny you mention that, because it seems like there is, those places always have a big contingent of, like, neck tattoo guys yeah. who seem like they are there to maybe fight somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's not my thing, but I do, really I just like being scared. Well, when I was little, I think it goes back to when I was little, um, my parents were really into Halloween. They just mm-hmm. love like dressing up and like scaring neighborhood kids and God, mask I work. I am really... Mask work. It all goes back to mask work. I'm really planning on being Halloween dad when I grow up. Oh, man. I really want to be like on a house in the wait. garage. I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to do it till my kids are a little too old. Yeah. They're going to be kind of like I'm 15 gonna be and 16 so going like, into fuck it. this. Yeah, I'm going to be so into it. But um, my mom used to do this. When it was not Halloween, my mm-hmm. mom would, um, just for fun, go out in the backyard and uh, we'd be watching TV in the family room. And, and my mom would... She would just go out in the backyard, jack off on the car. She'd just jerk off on the car and we'd be like, what? Who did this? No, <laughs> she would go out in the backyard and we'd be watching TV and we had um, screens on our windows in the summertime, and uh, she would go around and she would put on this really scary um, coat with a hood, and she would pull up the hood, and she would just like slide up to this back window and like dig her nails down this like screen <laughs> on her window and like scream as we were watching TV for no reason, just to like terrify us. But that that eventually became fun. You like not knowing when that was going to happen became really fun. So now I, I, I like being scared. What was it at first? It doesn't sound like it would be fun oh, at, at first. Oh, at first it was terrifying. I mean, the first time that happened, yeah, like a poop snake came out of me. You know, it was, <laughs> it was really scary. But eventually it became fun. That's horrifying. Yeah. One brother uh, um, died of a heart attack the very first time, you know, she scared him. Uh, you know, he was little and his heart just exploded. Rob Hubel won. And, yeah, Rob Hubel. Yeah, I was named after him. He was my older That's brother. That's one of those times where you wish there was a guy like me around who could reach in there, pull it pull out. Pull out his heart. See what's up. And then fix it and put it back in there. Right. I can't put it back in. Why don't they ever do so that? So you'd need two guys, technically. <laughs> a guy like you, a guy like you to punch through. And another guy who's really good chef, at sutures. But the chef. Okay, so it's three guys. So it's really what you're saying is three guys now to pull I this reach off. in. You reach in, and pull it rip out. Rip it out. There's another guy who's good. I'm okay at fixing it. Yeah. But maybe it would be good to have guy another guy quicker. Who's, Someone who's a little quick. quicker, and then a different guy, a technician who's good at suturing. Like an Asian sutures, guy. Like an Asian to help guy. get it back in there. Yeah, he would probably be an Asian guy. I mean, it depends on what the ethnicity of the second guy is. Because if the second guy's Asian, you don't want to have two Asian yeah, guys yeah. and one white guy. Because then they're gonna be then they're gonna be double teaming you the you whole time. You want to mix it up. So I'm be... thinking like the second guy 
could be actually be like a Latina, a woman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's good casting. But she's like kind of <laughs> harsh. She's yeah. kind of like well, she's street a smart. Abrasive, yeah. She's she is street, street smart. smart, but she's also kind of like overcome her difficult roots. Yeah. By being by being a little bit defensive. Yeah. Let's you know, say let's say in... she she she's she's Latina and let's just say Mexican because you went to Mexico. And she's and, Mexican American. Yeah, and yeah. you get she's another Mexican-American. eight bucks out of saying it. And let's imagine that when she was little, she swam with dolphins and was gang raped by dolphins. And right. so that's what so she's she learned to put with. defenses up. Yeah, so that's what Especially she's doing. Especially underwater. Hey guys, and if things start getting uh, if things start getting stale, uh, maybe you know, four seasons in, we bring in the laser robot. The laser robot. That's a well. I don't know. Yeah, Jordan's. We do what I we didn't mention is Jordan's mom's also an actress. Okay. See, everything. Why are you guys, so few roles? You guys these abuse. Days. You guys abuse the power of this show. All you do now, it seems, is use the show to curry favor with go- government officials <laughs> to get jobs for your mom. Um, you know, things like that. Look, endorsement deals for for um, Del number Taco. one. Number one. Former government officials. Number two, feed the beast. Number three, Guadalajara. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Mexico. Tuxtla Gutierrez. Cabo Wabo. I wish I could say the word for why, but I don't know it. Oh, yeah. Enye. Little uh, mark that goes over the (laughs) end. Do you guys ever listen to the band Enya? Uh, I mean, I'm aware of Enya. You don't, you don't just like put them on and then just go to town on yourself. I'm kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's Halloween and it's my job to masturbate on a car, Is a Enya little Enya a band helps. or a person. Hey, man, if you don't know that, get out of your house. I'm gonna throw you out of yeah, your. Yeah, you don't right deserve now. to live in a house. Um, Enya, I don't know. I think they are. <laughs> I think it's a woman. Backed up by, I imagine it's a woman backed up by a lot of people in robes. But it's a specifically, it's a woman and three elves. The, the, yeah, the, it's not specific elves. She rotates. They're you know studio yeah, musicians. They're elfish or, people, yeah. and they make beautiful, relaxing music for uh, masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is what it's for. Sure. If you take the word Enya, E N Y A. And you spell it backwards, backwards. it smells and masturbation. And then add completely new letters. Yes, you can spell <laughs> masturbation. You have to remove a few letters also. Sure. Are to we getting fair. too... That, is that too gross for your listeners? To, we shouldn't talk about that. This is a really gross episode of Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, I man. Like is I it my fault? Did I... Did, no, I no, didn't. It's I, not your fault. It's totally my if fault. This, a little bit if of my if fault. this episode was uh, trading cards, it'd be a garbage pail kid. <laughs> Terrible, we'll be, terrible <laughs> analogy. We'll be back. I think it's apt. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Great to have Rob Hubel here sitting there. Jordan, we're going to the East Coast. I don't even know if people do people know about this. I I don't know. Uh, I know about it. I know you guys are going to be in New York City. I know that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Of course, we're going to be in uh, New York City in September, uh, and we're also going to be in the great city of Philadelphia, the original capital of the United States of America. I don't know if you knew I did that, not Jordan. Know that. Originally, I don't think that's true historically. I think we can look it up on the internet. That won't be fact. That won't Originally, be the capital of the United States of America. It's where they was. shot the movie Star Wars. I know that. 
And they shot the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark and Jaws, all shot in Philadelphia. That's absolutely true. And you, true. Uh, a streetcar named Desire shot in Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, um, North by Northwest. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was shot there. A lot the of Wizard people of don't Oz. know that Mahatma Gandhi was born in Philadelphia. That is a little-known fact, but I think that that is probably also true. We'll look it up. Let me Google it. I'm Googling it. September 16th. Oh, one more. Home of the world's only dragon. (laughs) The world's only living dragon. Living dragon. I'm sorry. September 16th, uh, uh, The Sound of Young America Live is going to be at the Adrian Theater. Uh, My guests on that show are Charles Burns, the uh, famous comics artist, uh, the Spinto Band, Love them. Uh, um, a wonderful, wonderful band, the Spinto Band, uh, they're called. we got lots of other cool guests in Philadelphia. The day after that, uh, September 17th, we're doing Monsters of Podcasting. That, of course, is us and the more popular podcast, You Look Nice Today. Um, uh, both of those at the Philly Fringe Festival. And tickets are on sale now. You can find the links at MaximumFun.org. And then we're on to New York City. How are you going to get from Philadelphia to New York? We're That's gonna, what listeners want to know. We're going to Amtrak train. A train. I don't know. All right. American, Good luck. American track. <laughs> Good yeah. luck, buddy. saying that might not happen? you saying that we might Good not get there? Or, uh... Well, you know, they, they, they don't always stop where they say they're going to stop. Like, oh. they'll start in Philadelphia. They'll and go you, right past New York. Yeah, you're in Orlando. The next, you know, you wake up you and you fall you're, asleep. You wake and you've up been in Orlando. Drugged, you've been drugged. Your hands are cuffed. You've got a yeah. hand cuffed to the chair. This is why there's problems with rail transportation in the United States. If you yeah, go to Japan. It's like the Old West. You go to, let's say. Yeah. Let's say you just graduated from college. You buy a Eurail pass. You you're riding the train time. all oh, yeah, over the You're backpacking. You're discovering you yourself. You're having a great time. Here in the United States, you try and take a train. Just from Philadelphia to New York City, you're drugged. You wake up in Orlando. Yeah, naked, handcuffed to the chair. For some mm-hmm. reason, that you're sitting next to a dragon. A dragon with a taser. A stuffed dragon, yeah. because the only living dragon is The only living one's still back in Philadelphia. So, uh, Friday, September 18th, uh, I'm doing The Sound of Young America live in New York at WN. NYC. Uh, they have this new beautiful performance space. My guests are. I'm doing this from memory. I got Andrew WK is going to be there. We got Nelly McKay. Is he music performing, or will he, he be? I'm going to be talking with him a little he's bit. Gonna and then smashing, he's going to be smashing. He's going to be smashing things. Yeah. He's going to be breaking um, microphones. Uh, he's going to talk a little bit about his uh, new television program, Destroy, Build, Destroy, where he gets a group of 13 year olds together and they blow something up with explosives and then they build something out of it and then they blow it up again. Why am I not on that show? I don't I know. Wanna be, I want to get exploded. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Andrew and WK, built from your guts. Uh, Nelly Mackay, Scott Adsit from television's 30 Rock, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, stand-up comedian from uh, Michael and Michael Have Issues. Um, uh, that's a, that's a, lot, that's that's a, a big show. show. We that have a, a really big, big. We have a really big slam. Oh, and Rick Cordero, uh, hip hop music video director. Rick Cordero has directed videos for uh, Jay Z and the Roots and and many others. Um, it's going to be a blowout program. That's a big one, man. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. And uh, then the night after that, Saturday night, uh, which is uh, September nineteenth, uh, we're going to be at the UCB doing the Monsters of Podcasting at seven o'clock. Holy cow! So this is like, and we have special guests plan for that rest assured there will be special guests i mean this is like a, a listener's dream oh tell me about it yeah you know if you're if you're a listener and you like listening then f- f- listen somebody to that. just told somebody told me they're gonna go to the philadelphia shows they're from philadelphia they lived in philadelphia they just moved out of philadelphia but they want to see the monsters of podcasting in the sound of young america live so bad they're gonna drive from ohio wow. to go to philadelphia to see these shows Woo! 
That's like a four-day drive. Exactly. MaximumFun.org. There's all the ticket links, uh, tickets and reservations and all that stuff is available for all of the shows now. So we hope that we'll see you there. Also, one, one other thing. For people who are coming to these, uh, people who are coming to these shows, we have this beautiful tour poster that you can see on our website. It's really sweet. Uh, uh, Tom from Bossman Graphics designed it for us uh, as a kind favor to us. It's really beautiful. And we're printing a, sort of a li- little limited run of these, and we're going to sell them at the shows. So you can go on the Internet if you're going to come to the shows and buy it for 12 bucks. It'll be a little more expensive at the shows. Um, you can buy it in advance for 12 bucks. We'll have it there for you. We'll autograph it for you or whatever. And that's sort of what's going to be paying our like travel costs and well, stuff like that. Well, I'll probably write a joke name on it, though. I probably won't. Yeah. So wait, so you guys are going to sell... You're gonna sell the, your plan right now is to yeah. sell these posters yeah. to make money to get back to L.A.? Like, you don't have right. tickets back so to So otherwise, yeah. we're just going to have to... Okay, you're going to have to live on the East Coast. Summer ride. Yeah, we're just going to start a new life on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. That's the Del Taco slogan, right? Feed the beast? I don't know. I don't know. They don't, Del Taco is kind of a not, regional chain anyway. Yeah, so. if it's not, it's still funny. Because like, yeah. it sounds like a dumb, yeah. bad, fast Mexican food <laughs> slogan. Sure, you know? sure. Feed the beast? It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Rob Hubel, the Firestarter. Ah, oh, we're having fun. I am still upset by your shoes, Rob. I've been trying to get away from this subject in my mind. Well, um, you know, when we're talking about something that people can't see, I don't know how far we're going to get. I'm going to paint a picture with words. Okay. Well, uh, you're wearing uh, shoes that look like aqua socks. Yeah, and they're supposed to be that's supposed to be so you can the point of it is so that you can get back in touch with your environment and be barefoot and really connect to the urine on the sidewalk and stuff like that, you know, and re- in there's a, in rubber the on the, the bottom poop, of these the shoes poop behind the 7-Eleven. Yeah. And the shape of the rubber on the bottom of the shoes is like the pads of one's feet. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like an extension of your foot, including each individual toe. Yeah. Every toe has its own little uh, area that it goes in. I mean, it's like wearing the little footy socks, you know, the little whatever they're right. called, mm-hmm. but with a little rubber sole on the bottom, they look, Really stupid, and uh, I just got them today, and uh, it's made by Now, you you bought them because... Well, I was on the internet, and um, I just saw a picture of them, and they just looked funny to me, so I thought, well, I'll buy these because they look funny. And maybe people will make you fun see, of you're, me. You're the kind of guy. Just to, just to clarify, I mean, the situation that you're in is that um, you've pretty much reached the top of the entertainment industry. The, so the you have tippy a, top. I would say the tippy tippy top. So you have a lot of money, but you've yeah. also you've also used up most of your shtick. So yeah. to speak. Yeah, I don't You've have anything else to done everything. People have seen you do the things that you had thought of that were funny. So now mostly what you'll do is buy something on the internet that yeah. looks funny. That looks funny and or humiliating and you, and you like can a, in bring a way that, that into an audition. Yeah, I'll wear these to an audition and uh I actually just auditioned for oh, I wish I would have worn these. 
I totally would yeah. have gotten it. I just auditioned for the A Team movie. Uh huh. <laughs> and um, I'm not sure if it's a great idea that they're making the A Team movie, but um, is Mr. T involved? No, he's not. Oh wow. Not even as a consultant or a well, producer. that's a good question. Maybe maybe is some sort of I that's don't know. That's kind of a concern because okay. the premise of the A Team is uh, Mr. T. That's well, that's not the premise. I mean, he, you know, I mean, yes, were a lot of episodes based around the hilarious witticisms of a character named B. A. Baracus. Yes, hmm. um, I read an article where they said that they were talking about common playing Mr. T. Well, they were originally, they wanted to get like a rapper, I think. And I think they, I don't know if they've cast the Mr. T character again. That was, that was not what you were going in for. I did not go okay. in for the BA role. No. Why did you get the haircut? Then? I went, I went, <laughs> I, because I have, is that hair. even I, your real hair? You're I not African American. How do you even get your hair like that? Is that like a super tight perm? I have cancer and, uh, oh, I right. came on the show to announce that. No. Um, so no, I went so in earlier for the, when you were saying that you pitied me. That, that was just uh, a separate thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. That, okay. I do pity you. I didn't say wow. that as like a Mr. T. Yeah, I just kind of assumed that, that you were, you know. I said, I, I pity you, fool. And I meant that in a sincere way. Like It's I sort of like the feel. way that you, he feels bad for you because you have to sort of dance for the king. Yeah. Is what he's saying. Yeah. When he and says, I, I pity I, you, I fool. I feel like, yeah, you are a fool. And I feel bad for In this case, you. I'm the okay. king. Okay. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. But no, I went in for the uh, Murdoch role, who, if you, if, I don't even know if anyone listening to this has ever even heard of the A Team TV show, but uh, that was, he was the crazy um, helicopter pilot who could also um, lie his way out of any sort of predicament <laughs> by playing different characters. So he would like, you know, if he could sneak into a hospital and then in, infiltrate uh, into like the surgeon's ward and act like a surgeon, you know, and just pull it off. He do it just he was great at that sort of stuff. So I went in for that part, and um, I don't think um, I'm going to get it because I don't ever get things. But um, I do wish that I'd worn these monkey shoes because that yeah. would have given me something that would have seemed like. Um, something that a Murdoch person would wear. Something like, oh, this guy's crazy. Look at the crazy shoes he's wearing. Yeah. He's got monkey feet on. You know? Like, that would have helped out a lot. You know, I uh, I, I, I do a little auditioning myself. Yeah. And I don't, uh, and I don't usually do commercials. Yeah. Uh, um, you would be great in, like, a Del Taco commercial. Like, if you had to say the slogan. Say the slogan real quick. Uh, feed the Beast. Now do the guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, you'd be great I know, at that. I know. It's, uh, this is what we call a spec commercial, what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah, you're, I mean, you're preaching to the choir. I know I'd be great at it. So you go in for commercials. Uh, but I, I, I went into my first commercial semi recently. Yeah. Um, and it was for a, uh, it was a, a Nike ad about, uh, and kind of the idea was that they have this crazy character who is a, um, who's just like a super running fanatic who loves, like, runners and the, culture and history oh, of he running. loves the sport of running yeah, yeah yeah and you know kind of the idea was like a crazy will ferrell jack black type who's yeah. just totally that's exactly running. what you are you're, you're i mean people can't see you but you're a uh, if you took will ferrell and yeah. merged him with jack black and shrunk him shrunk will ferrell down that's exactly what you are and you yeah. also imagine him with a sort of a runner's body yeah yeah real yeah. runner's physique yeah kind of lean yeah real, muscular real muscular um, oiled uh, anyway, but I showed sort up of a dick in a porpoise. Yeah, exactly like yeah, a yeah, like a real <laughs> yeah, like if you yeah, if you picture a dick going in and out of a porpoise, that's what you're looking at when I look at you. Sure. 
um, but I thought it was weird. I just showed up in you know my I I showed up in my after work clothes. Sure. Um, but all of the other guys auditioning for this all came in tracksuits. They do that here in L.A. Like people, um, I, when I lived in New York, I auditioned for a lot of commercials and. And did a bunch of them, and um, and people there, just same thing. You just show up wearing whatever you're wearing. You yeah. don't worry about it. But people out here, they they do this weird thing where they show up in character. So you'll go to audition for like a doctor in a, you know, commercial, and everyone's wearing Guys, their we, lab coat and stuff. It's like I haven't what? found that's the case in. Uh, well, okay, I'm maybe correcting myself in my brain. I was gonna say I don't think that's the case. Uh, uh, I, I haven't found that's the case with theatrical stuff, but I guess I go out for the role of Goofy Stoner a lot. Yeah, it and seems so like I you'd be I, great. You'd be great as a Goofy Stoner. Like that's a, a, yeah. Like I, if uh, Seth Rogen gets assassinated, you're gonna be so I'm right, I'm set. I'm just gonna slide gonna right in, so and America set. will not even notice. They won't know. By the way, I keep getting emails from people. Both of my brothers, separately, uh, age 14 and 19, talk to me about this. Yes, that is Jordan in the trailer for a Sandra Bullock movie. It is. Yes. Wait a second. Which Sandra Bullock movie? Uh, All About Steve. Is that out right now? I think that is coming out in the next few weeks. You weekends. know when do it's you coming have, out, do Jordan. You have, You're in it. Don't pre- don't play it I actually cool. I don't know the specific date. I saw I actually saw an advanced screening of it recently. Do you so, it I mean, out? it's already did come you, out did to you, me. Did you, did you, you were worried that you might get cut out of it. I was. Wait, what is your character? Uh, my character is Goofy Stoner to protest. Uh, I think I had five lines in the original script. Two uh-huh. of them are in the final cut of the film. Excellent. Wow. Uh, I cannot recommend anyone see this film. Wait, you can't <laughs> recommend it highly enough? Is that what you meant? If, if you think I'm not going to be the first one in line to go see All About Steve, yeah, they've you're been going to one of the, the midnight thing. screenings yeah, where you dress see, up on like Thursday the night. I'm going to dress up thing, like Rob, Steve. They've yeah. been saving this movie uh, for about 18 months, <laughs> years two year. years, because they know it's so good uh, that people are going to flip out. They had to wait for a moment when. Sure, our nation's confidence in Barack Obama is waning. People aren't sure whether we're going to recover. They need then to they deliver drop the jolt. Steve, boom! That's America's what they do. Back. That's the thing. If you, anytime you see a movie that the studio has been hanging on to, not releasing yeah. for quite Doing some time, doing a lot of reshoots. On. Yeah, that's uh, a good sign. That means that they know, love it. Yeah. they love it. You a lot of TLC that that going. When in a movie, thing. when a movie is coming out on 9/11, that means that they <laughs> love it. Right. They know it's gonna. You know, that's when people are going to movies. Exactly, because they they know they remember September 11th, 2001. One, uh, they remember that anniversary because that's the day that Jay-Z's The Blueprint album came out. Is that true, historically? Is that really the yes. day that it came out? Yes. Wow, that was that was a uh, that was a unfortunate yeah. timing for that. Um, wait, well, so I want to talk more about other movie roles that you have done. Uh, there are not any more. Okay, well, I want to talk then about... <laughs> the conversation about my movie role stops with All About Steve. Well, we what can, about, we what can about... talk about Local Weatherman. What's that guy's name? Oh, I was in a commercial for The Local Weather. For, with Fritz Coleman. Why does the weather need a commercial? I mean, the weather's just going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Why do you need to promote the weather? You building the brand. Brand. Building the Branding. brand. For uh, for what local station? Uh, uh, NBC. The and, NBC Four. And you are are you? Do you play a cloud or do you play rain <laughs> yeah. or what do you do? I play condensation on a glass. <laughs> uh, I'm a goofy surfer. Okay. Goofy well, surf guy. You know, none of your characters, you're not giving them names. You should go ahead and give them proper names. I give them names before I even get out to the audition. Yeah. Because it helps me pick out the outfit. I, yeah. in, in, uh, uh, oh, you know, maybe it is said once. I, all about Steve, my name is Winston. 
There you go. So yeah. There you go. Well, you should do. You'd be great at commercials. You should. You'll get a lot of those. I bet. Yeah. You have. Yeah. Because that's I all. Gotta about, look. That's all. It's commercials are all about having a look. Like you could. It, yeah. It's just being a. It's being a stereotype. Yeah. You know? I. You know. I. And I think that I. This what. And this might be totally off base. Uh, I. Uh, I feel like what I've heard about commercial auditioning is that it kind of just happens randomly in the middle of the day. Yeah. Uh, and I, I kind of like, I kind of enjoy that having would, a day that, job. Oh, uh, you do? So, yeah, I, th- I think maybe that would that, that wouldn't party. Is that oh. true? Is that, um, am I just... Yeah, I mean, it, it does happen. You know, well, most auditions happen during the day. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, there aren't a lot of night auditions. <laughs> yeah. If you get called on a night audition, it, it could be for a pornography movie or sure. something like that. Or a snuff film a that snuff you film. are in. Yeah, yeah. You don't audition You've gotten for the part those. in this snuff <laughs> yeah. film. By the Bang. Um, it's for the new TV version of Fame, yeah. sure. which, by the way, is a reality show. Is it really? No. No. It would be if there was a night audition, though. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, but the auditions are during the day. So if you don't have a situation where you can go on auditions during the day, you won't be getting those parts. But what I'm telling you How is... How like, remind people they need to feed the beast well, here's with what the you new half-pound macho here's what burrito. You should, you should... The fact that you're, you're so good at that already, you yeah. should already have the job. But you should quit your day job. Okay. And you should do that commercial auditions um yeah i'm telling you that's how i made money for in new york like that's how i lived in new york i and then i quit when i did one that was so humiliating i couldn't do them anymore <laughs> what was the so humiliating yeah. one uh, i don't like to talk about I, it. look look, look think right. about what i've talked about on this show okay this is so humiliating and i've told this story on stage at ucb so i feel like i can i can tell it but uh, it's so humiliating i quit doing commercials and i can't um, I'm haunted by it in my dreams, but it was a commercial for a restaurant you may have heard of, a restaurant chain, a delicious Italian uh, restaurant chain called the Olive Garden. Mm. And um, I should have known going into it that they have the dumbest, cheesiest, worst commercials. But they tricked me when I went in for the audition in New York. They were like, uh, "Oh, we're we're changing it. We're gonna we, <laughs> we got this new director, and we're gonna make them really funny. And we know that you're an improviser and you're a comedian, so you can just do whatever you want." So in the audition, I was being like really sarcastic. I was on a date with my wife, you know, and and uh, the waitress would come over in the audition. And she's like, "Can I get you guys anything?" And I'd be like, uh, "Yeah, you could shut up because I'm having dinner with my wife." Okay, we're trying to talk, yeah. you know. And what? And, and everyone was laughing and like, "Oh, this and more guy's, breadsticks." Yeah, more breadsticks. <laughs> shut your mouth. And uh, it was so fun. And then so I got it, and I was like, "This is gonna be so fun. I'm just gonna go in. I'll get to be sarcastic." jerk in the you know i'm sure they won't let me swear but i can just whatever i'll find something funny to improvise so we did that all day long on the shoot and then at the very end of the day they go oh can you also do you mind just saying one time like uh this line and they gave me the line or whatever and then that's what they used (laughs) then it was and the line was uh it's like olive garden is molto bene (laughs) no so what it was was uh uh my wife and i sit down at the restaurant and uh, and we're having dinner, and the waitress comes over, and she goes, uh, um, "Oh, are you guys uh, here? Is it a special occasion?" Or I say, "I, I say, uh, oh, you know, we're celebrating." And she says, "Oh, is it a special occasion? Uh, you know, birthday, anniversary?" And I have to smile in a really cute way and take a bite of food and go, "Nope, it's just Monday." And so they were <laughs> promoting that it was like, you know, you should just go to the make Olive date, Garden, make date make night date every night. night. Yeah. So this um, uh. this happened in my life. And I haven't been able to escape it. Yeah. And uh, and what happened is I have a copy of it, and uh, and when I'm when I get a little too uh, uppity in my life and I feel too confident, take yourself down. A I, peg. I put in I put in the old VHS tape of the of the Olive Garden commercial, 
and then yeah, really, really explode my myself and explode my confidence hmm. and take it way downtown. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was totally humiliating. It was the it was really horrible and they tricked me that's the worst part is they tricked me yeah and then it aired and 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 what happened was also we shot it and then i kind of forgot about it because it was i wanted to block it out of my memory and it didn't air for two years and i thought like you know what because sometimes you'll shoot them and they and they they just go away bank them yeah they just go away and so i thought like oh thank thank you sweet lord that that just went away (laughs) and then all of a sudden i started getting all these emails from my friends and they were like what are you doing in an Olive Garden commercial? And it was so humiliating. And uh, but what happened was um, the the punchline of this whole story is that uh, um, they aired it and it started airing, but the contract had expired because it was two years old. And oh, so geez. so they aired it for like a month. And uh, but it was airing on like NBC and so, you know not like on cable. It was like running prime in like time. yeah prime time. That's normally when you would make. Oh, a ton you'd be of money. so excited! You'd be so excited! Like if you're in like a like a herpes commercial that runs on you know the national news, you, you're making so much money. It's great. But um, if it runs the on commercial ca- for herpes, yeah. If you actually have her- herpes, you should be really excited. Yeah. But if uh, uh, so yeah, so this was running in prime time on network, and I was going to make so much money, and I was so you know like and then. But it was so terrible that it was the yeah. worst commercial in there. And I just looked like such a jerk. <laughs> and it's just not at all what I wanted to be doing. And so they – but the contract had expired. So they, they called my commercial agent and they are like, we want to renew it. And they called me and I told them that the only way they could keep airing it is if they paid me a million dollars. I told them that. I said, wow. I, I, said I want a million dollars. And my agent was like, well, if, you, if we go back to them and we tell them that, then they're going to pull it. And I said, well, then, then they have a tough choice to make. Wow. Because, so what they did was they cast a guy that looked exactly like me, and they went and they <laughs> reshot it with everyone repla- with the same people except for a different me. Wow. So they liked that. They liked they that. Love, it's just Monday. They love, they love, no, nope, so just much. Mondays. Yeah, they love that slogan at that point. Was that too, story too long? Too no, long? It was I a that beautiful was great. story. Yeah. It was a little bit too long. So but, Hollywood uh, insiders. I mean, I don't mean even, to be I don't mean to be rude, but Jordan did do a local television commercial where he was a surfer dude, and I did do a local television commercial where I was completely nude. So I've done that. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying that that's not humiliating to yeah. be in an Olive Garden commercial where you say a line that's not funny. Well, it's not even that. You guys, it's just that like it, the whole thing is so cheesy, you know, like they set it up and it's so familiar. And then like I just felt really uh, horrible about being in that environment, you know, because it's so, what it is. It's so sweet. It's like so there's nothing funny about it. Like there was no it's not just that it wasn't funny, but it was just like it's so sweet. It's like so neighborhoody. Yeah. That I really wanted to like put a gun in my mouth and blow <laughs> my brains all over my wife. Like explode my brains all over the unlimited pasta bowl. Sure, you know, that's a, like I would be in that commercial if I could go. No, just Monday, and then like my brains flew into the salad the bowl. The last Monday. Yeah, yeah. It's just our last Monday together. Bam. But anyway, so that's that story. You got some uh, cool one. shoes, Rob. These are great shoes, guys. They'll change your life. What, I, on the I, website, what now? What do they want you to do in those shoes? Well, like what are those? Again, ideally? these shoes. These shoes are primarily made to make you feel like you're barefoot okay. for real, and uh, and then put you more in touch with the environment. So I think you're allowed to do some activities, but not all activities. You can't do 
um, like you, you, it would be hard to go on like a rocky, rocky hiking trail. You sure, know? sure. If it had little rocks, maybe. But you know, it's good for walking around on like grassy hills. People use these to run on a running track. But the thing is, is like apparently the deal is, is that when you're running, um, you when you're wearing uh, uh, modern athletic shoes. You tend to land on your heel. Yeah, these make you run on your on the balls, on the of, balls your of your feet, sure. which like apparently is how you're supposed it's to. It's how you're supposed to run. It's how cavemen ran. What sure. it is is it's trying to make people more caveman-like. They're made by the Vibram uh, Corporation, which is they do a lot of different. Um, they do different caveman stuff. They make um, they make clubs uh, mm-hmm. for clubbing. Clubs. They make fire if you they've need to buy a fire. They've been trying to bring woolly mammoths back to life. Yeah, they've been trying to clone a woolly mammoth. Uh, rudimentary the, language. Rudimentary language. They want to bring that back. Um, stick super, drawings. Super shitty paintbrushes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Super shitty paintbrushes to make stick drawings sure. of uh, you the know hunt. the hunt. Um, you know. Um, you know, saber-toothed tigers, right? Um, stuff like that. So that's what really, the, really horrible razors. Yeah, that's what the Vibram Corporation completely ineffective razors. Yeah, that's the thing that the cavemen didn't have. They had no method of shaving. Yeah. So that's what happened to their faces. What happened? They had. They all had overgrown beards. Sure. You know, and did once they invented fire, did anyone think of burning their beard? No. No, no one thought of Too that. Too dumb. Too dumb. You stupid cavemen. That's why they all died. Yeah. All of them. But now we can run like them. Now we can run exactly like them. But be smarter. That's the magic of contemporary American life. Run like a caveman. That and going out just because it's Monday. Just just going out because it's Monday. Monday. Just get yourself some pasta. We'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Rob Hubel, the trash man. Isn't it nice to have Rob Hubel here, Jordan? The trash man? Hell yeah. I changed it up. I, I used the trash man on that t- one. Are you taking out the trash? Is that- yeah, I think I'd like to think of myself as a guy that would, if you had trash, I would take it out. Okay. I would dispose of it properly. This is not like you're getting rid of, like, bullshit or no, like getting rid of I would crime. actually this No, I actual... would recycle what needs to be recycled uh-huh. and the refuse, and, and I would send that to the landfill, and then hopefully whatever I can compost... I will compost that. Oh sure. You so you're you're more of a your your great skill is in sorting. So, I should have said Rob Hubel the sorter. Yeah, which would naturally sound... mean that you would you separate the different yeah the you different look, kinds of trash. You you actually know what number is inside the little recycling symbol oh, yeah. on a plastic. Yeah, give me thing. an item and I'll tell you what number is inside of it. Wow. G- yeah. Give me an item. Uh, uh, literally a uh, gallon yeah. milk jug. Two. Give right. me another one. Oh um, 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 um four. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you were you you knew I was gonna I say knew, Gatorade yeah, bottle. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say Gatorade bottle. God, he's good. Del Taco. Mason jar. Del Taco. Mason jar is one. Uh, Del Taco is uh, four. Nation of Mexico. Wait no, a minute. You, hold on, that's not an item. That's not. You, you need love, to you need to split that money with why us. Do you that's plug, the only. How much only, money did you get to continuously plug Mexico? Five hundred dollars. You know what? I think we should be getting more money to do. You know who I met with? Speaking of getting, I I met in Mexico. I met the people from StudySpanishInOaxaca.com. Oh, okay. That's not, could a, not, that's not a website. Could not have been nicer. That's yeah. not could a website. Could not have been nicer. Had a Study wonderful Spanish time with in them. Oaxaca. That's way too long of a URL. A very friendly Canadian gentleman and his uh, uh, Mexican wife. 
um, uh, whose whose mother runs a Spanish school in in Oaxaca. Seriously, could not have been nicer. Why would you go to Oaxaca to study Spanish when you can just do it online? Or that's true. That's a good point. That's a very you good could point. just do it online. I mean, I guess you could go. It would be more fun to go to Oaxaca, but I imagine you're going to spend a lot more money. Or here's an idea: Why don't you make friends with a Spanish-speaking person? You know, Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like you don't want to do that? Uh, you have you have an aversion. I guess if it's a former president of Mexico. Oh brother, oh brother. Yeah. Five hundred bucks he got, and Man. he's just plugging. That guy's just he's just banking it. Too. Not you know, a lot of money in public radio, it. Rob. It's not like doing Olive Garden commercials. Oh, that was sweet cash, man. You know what I did with that cash? I built a robot. I built one of those laser robots you were talking about before. Are you my dad? Does that make you my dad? I, I wonder. I you built to, my mother. That, Jordan, I to make God, love. get your head on straight. That does not make you, Jordan, his, that does not make Rob your dad. It be. makes Rob your grandfather. I could be. He oh. built a robot that fucked your mom. I built a robot that... <laughs> This is it's so complicated. This is like the term, <laughs> this is like the Terminator movies. Yeah, right. I get so confused because I don't know. If, we always have a continuity expert on set. There should we be the, there should be a continuity person here to make sure that what we're saying is it's, accurate. It's canon. Yeah. It's part of the official Jordan Jesse go. It just makes sense. Yeah. Do would you say that those two episodes that you hosted while I was gone were canonical? No, no. Those were are they like, within continuity, uh, no, no, those, or was that uh, like those are happening in an alternate universe? That was so, sort of like Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Yes. So how exactly. many people? do you think listened to the show where you interviewed a case of beer? I, I mean... Millions? Here's, here's what I think happened. I think uh, the same amount of people who subscribe to our show regularly, right. which is several thousand, started listening to it. We're talking and, about uh, a five-digit audience here. Yeah, yeah, five-dig. Uh, Five-digis? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think uh, they do probably you think on this stopped show, uh, ten minutes in. Ten minutes in? They didn't even give it more than ten minutes. And what was the other? Like, what was the other show it, that you that's did? When it fell apart. What was the other show you did while Jesse that was away? That did not involve a case of beer, but uh, you know, while delightful, probably equally slapdash. <laughs> I would call it. Did you have a guest? Uh, yes, I had guests on both occasions. Oh, you did. Very okay. nice guests. So but, it's just uh, you trying to trying to do it by spinning yourself. Spinning my fucking wheels. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine you being able to run this show by yourself. No, it's true. I can't. I, I just didn't. don't I did see. Not. I did not. Jordan's succeed. very talented. If Jesse I, weren't here. I get a lot of emails. When I go on vacation, I get a lot of emails about what a great job Jordan's doing uh, from uh, uh, his many uh, lady internet uh, admirers yeah, who think uh, he's adorable. Uh, yeah, Do you have Nobody a, thinks uh, I'm adorable. Everyone thinks Jordan's adorable. It's fine with me. I'm spoken for. Uh, you know, I'm very happy. Mm, yeah. they, they think Jordan's adorable. Well, I, they do, love I just want to say, I just want to say that imagine... I have a new, I have a newfound like, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I've done it before, but I, I, I don't say this enough. I appreciate the skill of the long-term hosting. I think it's a great skill that you have keeping everything together, especially you know. He's on also your got a program. sweet, sweet voice. It's a nice he, voice. I mean, I mean, it is. Just say something right now to relax me. Like, let's feed pre- the beast. Say, feed the beast. Half hey. pound macho burrito. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Feed the Beast, Half Pound Macho Burrito. God, it's right? so good. I would love to have a voice like that. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I feel like I, I, the the TV hosting I do is uh, in these, it's in these kind of short two minute chunks and broken up by uh, lots of intense uh, punk rock and metal music. 
heavily edited. Uh, I'm like, no, I don't really have to. I don't really have to talk for that long. Yeah. And also, people are mostly distracted by the outfit you're wearing. You're usually yeah, wearing usually, like a dragon costume. Yes, yeah, so I either I either I have a dragon costume on, or there's some uh, uh, motocross bikes flipping. You over do my amazing head. mask work. Have you ever? Thank you. Uh, have you really ever had a motocross bike flip over your head? Uh, I mean, I've had them flip would be, near me, whoa, but not not legitimately so over cool. my head. It's pretty cool. It's, motocross, I mean, I'm not saying it's not cool. Motocross seems like. Am I pronouncing that right? Uh, it's not motocross, right? It's uh, moto cross. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a really cool sport that I don't understand. Oh, it's really intense. Those it's are guys that race impressive. motorcycles around on a dirt track and go over jumps and then have sex with their motorcycles. Yeah, a, f- mm-hmm. a famous skateboarder punched Jordan. I was actually a famous motocross guy punched. Me. He punched you. What yeah. for? Uh, for a goof. For a goof, you know who slapped me in the face? Hmm. It is with some. Wait, can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Okay, yeah, I'll My give you. My first guess is Dom DeLuise. Um, you are not that far off. Do okay. I get to have it, a guess? It, yeah, I will tell you it is a comedy icon. Cloris Leachman. No, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, also close. I interviewed her on Dancing with the Stars one time mm-hmm. but uh, for Best Week Ever. But uh, no, this was someone that I really looked up to all my life. I thought he was the funniest person in the whole world. Very famous comedy movie star, older now. And I had heard that he was a real jerk. And then... I, I I was hoping that that wouldn't be true, and then I met him, and I introduced myself to him, and uh, I was at uh, the UCB Theater in New York with a lot of my friends, and we were backstage, and in front of all of my friends, he slapped me in the face wow. very hard right when I introduced myself. Who was it? Robin Williams. Cloris Leachman. <laughs> you already guessed Cloris. No, it's Chevy Chase. Wow. wow. Yeah, he slapped me in the face really hard. What, as- because Chevy Chase is, and I want to say this, because I feel like people don't talk about this enough anymore because he's been mostly retired, made some terrible movies in the mid-90s, yeah. early to mid-90s. Chevy Chase is really, really funny. Um, I, I, I don't know whether you're being sarcastic or no, not. No, I'm not. I think oh. Chevy Chase is really, really funny. I think Chevy really, Chase is really hilarious. Like, and I'm, I'm not Chevy exaggerating. If Chevy Chase slapped like- me in the face, I, it would crush me. To to be honest, it really took the wind out of my sails because like I love he was like him. he was angry at being came up to is that uh, the, no I don't think he did it uh, uh, angrily I think he did it to be funny but gotcha, he just went overboard hard. and like slapped me like I can't explain to you how hard he slapped me like but same thing was, with my punch recently yeah. it was meant as kind of that goof but then but, like, but, I just got socked in the face but I but I, it was also sort of like it wasn't really he wasn't really trying to be funny I think he was like trying to just kind of put me in my place a little bit, <laughs> you know? Like, like I think he is that kind of guy where he's... Yeah. Like, people have told me... That's his reputation. People have told me that. To the extent that he has a reputation for being a jerk, it's because people feel like he does something to be funny and goes too far. Yeah. Well, but but just to and clarify, it's, like, it's I, like, I, I, I am a huge... Like, Vacation, Fletch, come on. I love those movies. I knew every line to Fletch. I was, I, I'll watch, once in a while, I'll watch the uh, best of Chevy Chase on Saturday oh, yeah. Night Live. Yeah. Uh, it's and it's like, you're like an hour, it's like an hour and a half or 70 minutes of solid genius. And you're like, oh, yeah, he was only on Saturday Night Live for one year. One year. <laughs> he did one year. Yeah. Wow. But, uh... But but um, yeah, just sort of was such a different type in comedy, you know, this like big, tall, tan, like kind of good looking, like sexy dude, but but so goofy and so funny. But anyway, yeah, when he slapped me, it just like really hurt my feelings. Wow. And uh, it, it, I can imagine. I've told this story. I told this story to somebody before, and uh, I, I feel like I'm I'm not trying to be mean to him. It was just like 
I, um, it's a, really a reminder to you guys when you meet someone, don't slap them in the face really hard. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that and don't uh, – you know what? I'm even, writing it on my hand even, as we don't do speak. It. Even if you're friends with Bill Clinton. Um, are you friends with Bill Clinton? I'm not, but Chevy Chase is. Oh, is he? Yeah, um, they like go on vacation together. Oh, do they really? Yeah. I, see, I'm a big Bill Clinton fan too. And if, mm. if I met him and he slapped me in the face, you I'd... know what? I met Bill Clinton once, um, and I was trying to get him to give me a high five, and I put my hand up for a high five. You know, he was going down the line of people shaking hands. Yeah. He went went like he was gonna high five me, but instead of going palm to palm, he went about three inches higher. So his palm was on the uh, what what my my what's this called the pads of my fingers yeah and he went over the top and downward and shook my high five so it was so like he, a clasp like yeah, he was he, like he holding went, your hand he, like, he took it up like three barbarian. inches went down and over and grabbed my high five and unhigh fived it wow turned it into a handshake. Wow. He secret serviced your high five. I'm not saying that's the same as being punched or hit, but it's well, pretty close. You guys well, have to just, admit that's pretty close. He took close. you down a notch. He, he took your funny high five and he said, you know what? Not appropriate, friend. Yeah. Not not going to happen here. Not on my watch. But um, I would like to meet Bill Clinton a lot. But, um, but you know, Chevy Chase is in that new sitcom coming up. On, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, community, I, yeah. The... the um, uh, 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 Dan Harmon created Dan Harmon. it. Yeah, it's really funny. I saw the pilot. It's really funny. I'm very, I'm very excited about that. Speaking of high fives, by the way, Jordan, yes. you know that it's the end of the month and it's a high five contest is coming to an end. Oh and yeah, you took responsibility for. I sure uh, did. Counting the votes. Did you talk about it during the show? Uh, yes, I talked about it okay. during the last show. Uh, I made sure that people knew to get in their final entries. So, yeah. As we uh, yeah. record this, it's just the absolute last moments, and we'll we'll count anything bef- that happens before Jordan counts them, which will be in a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll see how it goes, but, uh, but I'm excited to see who's going to be this year's winner. Let me ask you guys a question. Yes. You guys do a lot of things on the show to engage your listeners sure. and you're very involved with your fan base sure. and I've heard you refer to them in a, in a loving way. Max Funsters. Um, yeah. I want to know what sort of like, uh, groupy sex opportunities there are now, Jesse, I know you're married. I'm spoken for, but, um, but Jordan, I mean, and I don't want you to be graphic or anything, but like when you meet these fans, like do you just make out with them? Like right when you meet them, like if someone comes up to you and they say, "Oh, I love the show," do you just go like, "Oh, take your tank top off"? <laughs> uh, let's how to how to put this delicately. I'm a dolphin only guy. You're a dolphin. He's, he's only, only oh, dolphin. You only yeah. have sex with dolphins. So you know, uh, yeah, there, there's lots of uh, there's lots you, of. But human certainly, fans. there are opportunities. You can I teach think dolphins to communicate with humans, but you cannot teach them to listen to podcasts. Yeah, there's lots of. You I know, disagree. So I and, disagree. and yeah, and it's tough because you know I meet a dolphin, and you know it's like I meet a human being, and. Uh, you know, of course, they've listened to the podcast. In the human Everyone. community, Jordan's legendary. On, they've Everyone. seen me on channel 612. Yeah, uh, when you walk down the street, people go, hey, 612. Yeah, or, or you know, hey, uh, background of that Sandra Bullock trailer. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they'll, they'll, and, they'll yell and, that you know, out. If I wanted to fuck a human, it'd be easy. It would be really easy. Uh, female, well, gay what male, I think, bi-curious male. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what I, I'm saying I'm is I think interested. that I, th- I think there are a lot of opportunities there for you because people listen to this and they it's comforting and they hear your voice and it becomes a thing inside their head and it's very erotic for i've got an idea i've got a good idea i got a great idea action item for this week's program 
Send Jordan a picture of yourself. Yeah. Uh, you can email it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org, or you can post it on the discussion forum. A picture of yourself with some dolphin attributes. Sure. So we're going to bring okay. Jordan. So a picture I of yourself with dolphin attributes. So trying to bring Jordan closer sexy, to though. the Make I don't human. want you just standing around. Right. Yeah. So a but sexy be, dolphin picture of yourself. Yeah. So the person should have some sort of dolphin-like trait. Sure. Right. And we don't want any nudity or anything. No, 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 no. We don't no, need no, anything. No, no, no. No, Keep it fine. R-rated. No, it fine. could be, it could that's be, fine. it could be, you know, PG-13 or R-rated. Right. Um, TV, let's say TV-14. TV-14. Can we agree on TV-14? TV-14. But I would say also people, it's a Rated chance. M for dolphin content. Yeah, and people can show off their echolocation skills. Oh, yeah. You know, if it's people using a series of clicks and whistles, they can do that. Sure. Um, you know, there are a lot of different opportunities here. Balancing something on your nose. Yeah. So uh, that's a know, great action item. Anything we want, to, we want you to bring us uh, some dolphin type, bringing some dolphin qualities into yourself. Fins. So that Jordan can... Make be the, aroused. Make yeah. the jump. Because you can't you won't be able to segue into the human sexual experience without this, right? This is just yeah. a baby step. I don't know if I'll ever go full human, honestly. Yeah. I can't say that. Uh not something but you know, I am willing to, you know, at least cavort with a dolphin person. Sure. Right. Someone I'll with a drinks. blowhole. I will have drinks with someone with a blowhole. With awesome. a blowhole. Well, okay. Rob, thank you so much for being on Jordan Jesse Go. What I a feel pleasure. like we've done a lot of good, you guys. <laughs> I think we we've though? helped. We've helped a lot of people. Yeah. Thanks watch, for having me. This was really fun. You can watch no, thank Rob. You, for doing it. Uh, you can watch Rob regularly at the UCB here in LA in his show uh, Crash Test. Um, sure, we as, do that. As well as other shows, is there anything else that people around the country might Twitter. need to check out? I like out? to Twitter uh, at people. Rob is a, the best Twitterer. I'm not Rob the best. is my number one Twitterer. I'm really? not the best. I don't know Absolutely. what you're He's going by. He's the top by. of my pile. I don't know what you're because going by. Because he, I like a guy who uses Twitter to upset me. <laughs> That's what the whole thing is. I want people to be upset. I want you to read my Twitters, and I won't respond. People are so right. nice, and they write to me, and I love reading it. I really, I love, love read. I read everything that people write to me, but I can't. Respond because then, then, but the reason I don't is because I don't want people to have to see half of a conversation. Like, that's right, Steve. I'll see yeah. you later. You know, I don't like <laughs> Pancakes. it. Rob yeah. Hubel. Like Twitter.com slash Rob Hubel. Um, this yeah. is gold. Uh, you don't have to say another word. This is my number one Twitter, Jordan. It's wow. I said it before. Our old friend Brian Heater is a pretty amazing Twitterer, sure. too. Be you know, sure, sure. Our friends from You Look Nice Today, they're famous for being great Twitterers. But I'm going to say my number one all-time Twitterer, it's going to be Rob Hubel. That's a little generous. I just want to upset people. That's my goal. <laughs> um, our upset. action item, give us a call, 206-984-4-FUN. Email us, jjgo at maximumfun.org. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design from Kites Are Fun, the best of the free design on Light in the Attic Records. Um, uh, I'm really sorry that I told that gross story. Uh, we'll be back next week on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.